basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. Ooh, baby. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to In the Back of the Class NBA podcast. I'm your boy, A-Love. Yo, this is easy. And this is In the Back of the Class NBA podcast. Thanks again for downloading, streaming, whatever, however you're listening to this. We really appreciate it. Uh, Follow us on all of our social media uh, platforms. We got Twitter at In the Back of the Class. Uh, look, Look us up on Facebook. And also be on the lookout for uh, the YouTube channel. Um, it's actually up and running now. Um, and then we're going to be doing some more stuff with that in the future. So, um, been a great uh, great uh, NBA week, man. Um, easy. How was your week personally, man? Uh, it was all right, man. I feel like I just keep uh, singing the same old story, man. My life is, I guess, is getting redundant and boring. Uh, you know, just pouring drinks and playing video games. Like, hey. I'm not really doing anything, man. <laughs> what about you? Hey, man, I, I guess that's uh, that's that's just the age we at, man, because I, I think I could say the same, man. I ain't been doing much or at least anything different uh, last couple of weeks. So, But all in all, it's a good week. We're alive. We're back here recording, and we get to speak to these people about basketball, man. So uh, I guess uh, you ready to get started, man? Yeah, man. All right. Let's go. Get into it. All right, easy. Um, so I guess by now every everyone has heard um, the comments Kevin Durant had on playing with LeBron James. Uh, you know, some of the remarks he made were, um, you know, it's a toxic environment he creates. Um, nobody wants to go really be a part of that. Um, or no superstar. No superstar wants to really go be a part of that. Uh, he called out the uh, media fanboys uh, as being a reason that it is toxic. Uh, so, so I guess you know what. What were your initial thoughts on that, man? When you, when you heard that or read it or however you came about that? Uh, I I think Katie's right. I think Katie's one hundred percent right. Uh, I don't think Katie said anything wrong, and he wasn't disrespecting LeBron. He was just speaking his opinion. You know, LeBron does have a lot of media fanboy Colin but uh <laughs> right but uh yeah he do have a lot of uh Shannon but he do have a lot of media fanboys so uh and it, it you see like and you see a lot of the times with LeBron you know when they win he gets 100 percent of the credit and when they lose the team everybody with him gets 100 percent of the blame so I can see how that can be toxic. So I ain't, I'm not disagreeing with KD. KD has been acting a, uh, a lot sensitive lately. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. That that's why what. I, what is your opinion, La, La Anthony? Ah, a love. So anyway, um, my opinion is that yeah, you really can't disagree with KD. I agree with you, man. He really was. I don't think he, he meant as a, a you know a disrespect to LeBron. They have a weird relationship anyway. Uh, example that a weird rap video they released this summer. Uh, but <laughs> they, uh, you know. And Kobe would watch both of them. Oh, they were trash. Oh, that's, a, that's another segment. The best MC uh, NBA 
uh, NBA MC ever. Kobe top with Ethan M. We're gonna have to talk about that. But anyway, I think I think I, I think KD's right on, man. Like it's got to be tough for a superstar. I feel like a role player, or somebody. I mean, no. Why wouldn't you want to go there and take all the blame and but win some championships, have a chance to win a championship? But for a superstar, yeah, that's got to be. It's got to be like you said, toxic, man. You're gonna get a lot of the blame. Uh, Kevin, um, Chris Bosh, Kevin Love. You know that he actually used them as examples in the article. Um, one thing that I uh, I thought was interesting was uh, listening to uh, somebody you just referenced there, Nick Wright. He had a uh, interesting, um, uh, I guess, conspiracy theory, if you will. He said that KD is just saying that to try to dissuade Kawhi from joining the Lakers so that KD can have that salary spot to himself. Don't know how much I believe that. But anyway, uh, I, I can't see it as disrespect. In some ways, it's true, man. Um, so what, what, what can you, what can you do, man? You know, it's, it is. We can stop listening to Nick Wright. That's what we could do. <laughs> and his conspiracy point. theories. Um, oh my God. I think it's LeBron. Look, and what's the college school that Nick Wright go to? My God. We... <laughs> this stuff is public, public knowledge. Now anybody can have access to it easy. And obviously Nick Wright is taking the time to study the psychology of some of these guys. <laughs> oh my God, Nick! Nick Wright studying psychology. Uh, I I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, if Nick Wright's a, a psychologist, I'm an astronaut. <laughs> uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna see, man. You think? You think? You think KD jealous of LeBron? No. Think so? No, I think they do have like a weird frenemy friendship, but yeah. um, it's like. How can I put it? It's like a um, mean girls competitiveness that they have with each other. You know, um, that they're not all the way competitive. Like, it's not like, well, I want to kill him or whatever. But it is a little cattiness, you know, like we wear pink on Wednesday type type of cattiness (laughs) that they got going on. But no, I don't think KD's jealous. I just think he wants to be number one and um, everybody, a lot of the media see LeBron as number one. Hmm. So, Interesting. do you think Katie's jealous? Uh, oh, uh, do I think Katie's jealous? I think yeah. in some ways, yeah, I can see Katie being jealous, man. You know, uh, like you said, he wants to be number one, and LeBron is that. Well, as long as LeBron is around, Katie can never be number one. And uh, a lot of it, he feels that it's because of those uh, fanboys in the media that inflate the greatness of LeBron. Although he never really came out and said, it, you know, it's inflating his greatness. But uh, I, I think you see certain things and certain, you know, when Katie gets asked stuff in the media, he kind of gets a little, like, perturbed by it. And uh, I think he would probably prefer to, to be given that crown of best player outright. I, I think I think Katie wants to be seen as number one in the media. You know, I think that's what it is. And Katie's a little sensitive, a little – yeah. Um, I think he's a little sensitive, and so when the media puts him as number two, or some people, you know, put him below that, you know, I think he's a little sensitive to that, you know, and I think he believes that he's number one. Yeah. It's just, like, not everybody seeing it, you know. And he's always had, like, a weird relationship with the media, even going back to OKC, like, him and uh, Rush, man, they had a weird, uh, spiteful relationship with the media. So media's always 
kind of been a uh, thing that KD's paid attention to. Plus, with the fact he made those burner accounts on uh, Twitter, man. Kind of I know. <laughs> you know he could have just paid me. me to be a burner account. Hey, I would took some cash, <laughs> you know. But, you know, KD's an interesting dude. Yeah. So, uh, going into the next topic, uh, I seen that Max Kellerman had KD outside of his top five. Um, my question to you is, do you – oh, no, no, okay. So, Max Kellerman had him out of his top five. I seen Shaq had Kawhi as number two. And I'm kind of seeing kind of like people lowering KD outside of the top two. Do you think Kevin Durant is – do you think Kevin Durant is still the top two player in the league? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. As much as I love to root against Kevin Durant – you, you got to say he's in the top two conversation. I mean, just from what he done in the finals last year and the year before that, you know, he actually – he had everybody asking, how can you stop him? I mean, he's seven foot one with a pull-up jump shot that is just sweet. He can knock it down mid-range, uh, off the dribble, spot up, a three-point spot up, you know, um, take it to the cup and finish. Plus his defense – he's been playing the best defense – I've seen him play in the last – probably his whole career. Last year and the year before, especially the year before, like he stepped his defensive game up. So uh, until, you know, I've seen KD win the championships. I've seen KD uh, get the finals MVP. I've seen KD compete at a high level at the other guy who's always in the conversation for the greatest player in the, or the best player in the league, LeBron James. I've seen him compete against him and uh, beat him. So yeah, how can how can KD not be number two? That that's ridiculous, and, and it kind of hurts my feelings that I was just taking up for Nick Wright a few seconds ago, and then you hit me with this topic where Nick Wright puts out this crazy, silly list where KD is outside the top five. Oh man! Oh, I oh it was Max Kellerman. Oh, it was Max Kel- Kellerman? Yeah, yeah, oh. it's Max Kellerman that put KD oh. outside. I don't know where Nick Wright has him. Uh, I know I seen Max Kellerman had KD outside his top five. Oh, then then me and Nick Wright are still on uh, good terms. Um, so anyway, uh, we, yeah, he's number two, man. Yeah, I mean, who? I mean, what, what do you think? What, what do you got KD at? I have KD, Kevin Durant, the Slum Reaper, um, one fifth of that Infinity Stone, um, as the best player in the league. Uh, I think. I mean, KD is a 50 – he can be a 50, 40, 90 player at seven foot, unstoppable, can nobody guard him. He's defensively uh, – he's defensively – he's playing top-notch defense. Um, then on top of that, and then you've seen it, that he can lead a team on his own, especially his MVP season when Russ got injured. Like a lot of people forget that when they say, well, he needed to – no, KD just took the easy way out. KD can lead a team. By, can be the star of a team, can have his own organization behind him and everything. So I think Kevin Durant is the best player in the league. Mm. And I think he's unstoppable. So he's more unstoppable than Kawhi, Giannis. Um, I think he's more unstoppable than LeBron because he can – he's so versatile as a scorer. You know, he – so, yeah, yeah, he's – Kevin Durant is my number one. 
that and you really i mean you really can't argue with that you know because like i said what what he what he's he, from what he has done in the last two finals um i'm interested man you know i heard you say Kai, uh Kawhi is at number 2 um and and what Shaq said Jack says well where 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 do some of these guys have uh Giannis cuz i know a lot of folks are throwing Giannis out there to be like actually top two if not number one in some some people's list but how can you put Giannis over KD man that, that's you can't do that yet to disrespect and yeah. I, I and I think KD has a point when he says the media sways people opinions because Giannis hasn't done anything yet to be to surpass a Kevin Durant not at so, all I, you can argue Kawhi finals MVP you know best two-time defensive player you can argue Kawhi and you see what Kawhi's doing with the Raptors yeah player. Uh, Giannis, come on now. See, I I think there's that thought that gives like Kawhi's like you know MVP, Finals MVP, and Finals championships as a part of uh, you know I think they they say he's great, but they probably contribute a lot of that success to Greg Popovich and the Spurs system. So uh, if if Kawhi can take this really good Toronto team to the finals and uh, compete you know beat the the warriors i i mean that right there was cemented he's the best player in the league i i agree if he does that that's yeah that right that's all he got to do but like you said Giannis, man we got to see Giannis. we got to see him at least in the eastern conference final we got to see him in a playoff round exactly <laughs> exactly want a playoff round that's the disrespect the audacity the, to disrespect you know, a Kevin Durant by putting him outside of your top five. You must just hate Kevin Durant to do that. And uh, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about the Bucks a little bit later, man, um, in the big game that they played against the Raptors. But, and two of them guys, you know, they, they play on both those teams. So um, those are the only two guys that I think in my mind that will be coming close to the, um, getting into that top two conversation if it ain't, if it ain't LeBron and KD. I mean – um, but yeah, it's got to be Kawhi to KD, I guess. I let somebody slide with Kawhi. You, you was not gonna hit me with Giannis. Not, not, not yet. Not and the people who put him in the top two of best player in the league can't even pronounce his last name. Not at all. You can't. Oh, I, I don't I, respect that. I just learned like uh, two days ago. I just, I, I, you know how you look up in the dictionary and the guy like spells out like how to pronounce it. <laughs> I yeah. Found a website with it and I practiced it. I'm not going to attempt it yet. I still need a couple more practices. But we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I don't know. I'm not even going to try it. Nah, I know it starts with an A. All right. So uh, we're going to start a new segment here. Uh, we're going to do, and it's called um, The Legend Look Back. Um, every every uh, so often, maybe every episode, maybe every other episode, uh, we're going to look back at an NBA legend and we're going to uh, analyze his career and we're going to try to answer the question uh does this legend get the respect he deserves is he overrated or is he underrated um and so this is going to be the first one so easy tell the people who we're going to we're going to look back on today our first legend that we're going to look back is probably one of the most debated legends of all time you know some people you know you ask the older generation they put him as the best player ever uh, you look at this younger generation. A lot of, a lot of the younger generation, um, 
since he's overrated and he didn't play against a lot of competition, you know. So um, the first legend we're going to look at is uh, the great Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain Chain Dangling. <laughs> Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain, <laughs> the legend. Hey, love, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, do you think Will Chamberlain is underrated or overrated? Because I'm going to talk nice about my guy. Man, I think that he is underrated, man. Definitely underrated. A dude that averaged 30 points, four assists, 22 rebounds, shot 54% from the field for a career. Uh, seven foot one center. Uh, strong. Everybody, the stories are how strong he was. I think he's underrated, man. Cause like you said, a lot of the younger guys, they 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 talk about the air. They 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 think they know air so well, but they really don't. Um, Will played against Bill Russell and those great Celtics teams, plus the host of other talented uh, uh, teams, and he dominated. He stood out. Um, you know, two championships. Uh, he's the only center to lead the NBA in, in assists. That shows his versatility. Um, I think that Wilt does not get the respect he does today. A lot of people say Shaq will kill Wilt. No, not at all. Apparently, Wilt was quicker as Shaq and just as strong as Shaq was. Um, my man Wilt, uh, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a thing that, uh, that's out there that talks about how he used to train and lift weights with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So he's just a crazy athlete, man. And if he was given, you know, the the – the chance to play in today's game, he's born today, I could probably see him playing in the league today. So, yeah, I think Wilt is a great. I think he's in the top five greatest player of all time category, if not the top three. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 think, I think he deserves what he, the, the credit he has gotten. I think he deserves more, man. But uh, what, what, what is your, what's your perception of Wilt still, man? What, what do you see when you look back? Wilt. Wilton Norma, Norman Chamberlain. I just looked up his full name. <laughs> Wilton Still, man. Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, when you go back and you look at Wilt, uh, Wilt might not just be the greatest athlete in the NBA of all time, but he might just be the greatest athlete ever. Mm. You know, uh, if I was to, if we was to have like a fantasy draft of all the players in NBA history, I'm picking Wilt first. Oh. Wilt will be my first pick. Uh, Wilt was 7-1. They say Wilt ran a 4-6, 4 You know who else runs a 4-6-40? Who's that? They say LeBron James and Michael Jordan ran a 4-6. Wow. They say he has a 40-plus vertical. Wow. Um, Wilt was a track star. They said at age 50, Wilt was still benching around four to 500 pounds. That's crazy. They say Shaq at his prime was benching 450. So, Wilt, Wilt will kill Shaq. I'm, I'm oh, just going to be honest with you. Oh, he, yeah. he will kill Shaq. And uh, I want you youngins to go look at video of Wilt's athleticism. There's vi video footage of him running down the court. I mean, and if he was born in, what, 1990, you yeah. can see him in the NBA doing oh, the stuff that Giannis do. He, he He's a – I'm going to go out and say it. He's a better Giannis because, um, you know, apparently he, 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 he can shoot. 
He said he could have averaged more points, but he was a, a he was actually a, such a gifted passer, and he looked to incorporate other teammates and stuff. They said he yeah at the end of his career yeah more points than what he what he what he could have you know what what he ended up with. But he uh, was a bad free throw shooter. And they said he, he missed a out like, free throw shooter. They said he missed out on like what I want to say around two thousand points just off missed free throws. Lord, man. <laughs> I wish I I wish I'd go back and uh, like uh, work on my free throw game like when I was playing, man. Because like it's harder than it's harder than it looks, man. I know. Uh, yeah, that's LeBron. But um, <laughs> no, uh, no. yeah. Um, <laughs> No, but Wilt was a top-notch athlete, you know, a 7-1, ran a 4-6. They say he had, a, what, a 7, at least a 7-8 wingspan. His hands Crazy. were bigger than Kawhi. Crazy. Um, and, they, Crazy. and I heard some recently, I heard some recently that said at age 50, um, the Nets, the New Jersey Nets, tried to get him a contract, offered him a contract to come back and play. That's at age 50, crazy. he was in that type of shape. That's crazy, man. Hey. And let's not forget, oh, one last thing. He was balling for the Harlem Globetrotters, too. Ah, yes. A ambassador, the true ambassador of the game. If you go ball with them brothers and you're from the mainstream, you are you have cemented your legend. If, if Mike, <laughs> right. Mike today would walk out and jump in there like a Harlem Globetrotters jersey and play like just a two-city tour with him, I would stop ever saying LeBron will be better than him. Be <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all it takes, man. I, yeah. uh, I, you know what it made me think, man, is that, you know, um, a lot of, you know, Will, I think, had two championships, but he has a lot of final losses. And uh, a lot of people looking back, you know, they'll always say, Will wouldn't even be better than Russell. You know, and Russell had the advantage of those you know, way more talented team, Hall of Famers, man. Um, made me think how, how that how could how that could sort of be like LeBron's story, you know? Will LeBron's legacy be like uh, Wilt's, where we we look back, or a lot of people look back and use that Finals record and losing all the time to one one guy and one team as a a, a hit and not to his legacy. Uh, so would that hurt LeBron's legacy later on? Oh, uh, I don't know. No, because I think LeBron's situation, the Will situation, is different. Because when you look at the Boston Celtics in those days, they had Hall of Famers coming off the bench, mm -hmm. and then those series were a lot closer than yeah. what people like. A lot of them series were Game Sevens, and they were within one, two points, a few points here and there. So a couple possessions, right. you know, go Will's favor. You know, Will has four or five rings. Yeah. Um, compared to two, and now we're looking at Will as the legend. We're looking at Will as the greatest of all time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's what hurt Will. But then, like I said, when you look at the, those those series, those Boston series were a lot closer, and he had less talented teams. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Will Chamberlain is definitely underrated. You Will know, I used to say that young stuff too. Like, yeah, he played against, but nah, he's. You look at the measurables, and yeah, you look at what he went through. Yeah. Against the Boston Celtics, yeah, Will is definitely underrated. There is a uh, a lot. A lot of people talk about how uh, you know they say he was like the biggest. He's he well, he played with good small people, and everybody was small in the league. Um, Steve Smith wrote an article back in two thousand nine, basically, 
he his real thought out article where he 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 actually says that Will Chamberlain is the greatest player of all time, and but he oh. makes a cool, nice little argument, and uh, he touched on that one as being like the main, um, you know, the, him playing in the league with small players, and he he lines out like the height of all the players that Will played against. You see, the league wasn't as small as we like to look back and think back in the day, and uh, you know, so. Yeah, there were some other big man. You were Wes Unsell, with Nate Thurman, yeah. uh, Russell, um, Kareem. The article is called "A Greatness Revisited: Why Will Chamberlain Was Ever Was the Greatest NBA Player Ever." It's by Steve Smith. Uh, so y'all check that out. It's a cool article. Uh, kind of um, you know gives a little bit of credence what we're saying here. So uh, check that out because uh, A Love and Easy do their homework before we talk For about sure. stuff to you people. So, Shout out uh, to Gucci, man. You know, Will Chamberlain, Chain Dangling. Hey, love, um, I want to ask you because it was the last week or a few days ago, uh, uh, the Bucks versus the Raptors um, game happened. And I, it seemed like it was a fight for Eastern, for the JV Eastern Conference supremacy. And unfortunately for me, um, my lady had her cards hold and I had to – Spent most of my day with that situation, so uh, uh, I didn't get to watch the game. So, a love, what do what is your opinion about what happened? With so, the Bucks beating the Raptors. So the Bucks beat the Raptors, and this is the second time. Easy, this is the second time they beat them. That's the second time. Second time. So I think. Um, let me just say this: What does it mean in the in, in the whole scheme of things? Um, because they beat them a second time, I think they might have some type of matchup advantage that they identified. Um, so we'll get to see that because I do believe they play uh, once more. Um, and like I said, it could be a matchup in the playoff. But nobody believes in the Bucks, man. The Bucks are, to me, are like the, the, the real deal. Um, so I think the Bucks could be a team to come up out of the East and compete in the uh, – in the um, you know, in the NBA Finals. I can't see them beating the Warriors, but I could definitely see them coming out, out of the East um, just because, you know, they play defense, man. They play defense really good. They got a star up-and-coming star player, and they got a deep team. Um, so what this game really meant, I, I like to see I like to see the Bucks beat the Raptors. I really like the Raptors, too, but I, I like to see that because, like I said, nobody believes in the Bucks. I believe in the Bucks. Um, you believe in the Bucks? I believe in the Bucks, but, uh, you know, um, why, why do you believe in the Bucks? No, I do not you, believe in the Bucks. You don't believe in the Bucks either. Uh, nah. Um, What's wrong? Well, the first time they beat the first time they beat Toronto, Kawhi or Giannis didn't play. So, uh, right. so I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. But uh, it's regular season. It's regular season. I think once the playoffs come, it's a it's a whole different thing. I think because Giannis is such a one dimensional player, uh-huh. I think. In a seven-game series, the team can really zone in and figure out Giannis and take out what he does best and give him give him problems, you know. And I think once you take down, once you give Giannis problems, I think they're just kind of um, – I think you could take away the whole team. But mm-hmm. I don't see them being better than Toronto's. They're finally looking like dinosaurs instead of baby raptors. <laughs> um I don't see them being beating my guy Jimmy Buckets and friends oh. in those seven game series. I don't see them beating Boston. Yeah. Um, so who, who do you who do you got coming out the East? 
in your opinion? I still have I still have Boston. I still, still have Celtics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just see Boston getting better as the season progresses. Right. I think after All Star break, they're just gonna start getting things rolling, start heating up. Everybody gonna start, you know, getting you know the cohesiveness is going to come back, and they're gonna they're still gonna be the the, the team to beat. They're so deep, and I I, I don't see it with Boston, man. I, you don't see it with Boston? Nah, man. First of all, Kyrie can't ever stay not injured. He can't ever stay healthy. I, I'm willing to go out on a limb and bet any amount of money that Kyrie will miss at least two playoff games this year mm. just because he's so injury prone. Mm. Uh, I, so I don't, I don't believe in the Celtics unless they can swing some crazy trade at the deadline, and I would trade Kyrie. Uh, I would, uh, I, like I said, Toronto's probably the best team in my opinion in the East right now. Um, but what the Bucks do really well, um, one of the things they do really well is they play really good defense, man. And defense can take you, especially in the East, the JVs, as you call it, defense can take you to the championship to the East. If you can play that. We, I think we were talking uh, one day about the uh, the first team LeBron James took to the finals. That team, what they what, what they did, you know, um, on defense. That team should never been in the finals, but they were able to get to the East into the finals because they played defense. So I, I believe in the Bucks, man. And I, but I, I don't know. I think you should believe in the Bucks, man. I want you nah. to believe in the Bucks. I don't believe in the Bucks. I I think you have the the three the the top three Boston, Philly, um, Toronto, and then I think you have the next two, which is Milwaukee and Indiana. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, they haven't done anything for me to believe in. Ooh, dang man, the Pacers. That's a forgotten. That's a forgotten squad. I feel like man, like the, the old Pacers. They are forgotten. Yeah, but, they are. I, I like to see that game. The because I think they play coming up here. Yeah, actually tonight, tonight, man, Bucks and Pacers, brother. Um, Bucks and Pacers. It's in Indianapolis. You think you could uh, get us some tickets, man? And I like take a train up there right now, and we could probably make it. <laughs> there you go. Let me see. Let me see if I can find some boosters out here <laughs> in Chicago. They can hook me up with some Pacers tickets. That would be dope. That would be dope, man. So I am going to. Uh, Throw something matchy easy, um, just because I know that you are. I'm gonna call a, an apologist of his. Um, the the NF Cavaliers apologist. <laughs> the NF Cavaliers are finally committing to a rebuild, so they trading all these players. Uh, they're trying to get rid of Jr. I don't know nobody wants Jr. So he ain't cool. even the team. Um, so my question to you is, um, who could use Kevin Love? Mm, who can use Kevin Love? Um, yeah, Kevin Love, you know, is my guy. I like Kevin Love. I think Kevin Love has superstar talent, you know, and I think in the right situation, he can contribute to a championship team. Um, Two teams I can see Kevin Love going to. Number one is the Oklahoma City Thunders. Uh. 
uh, reunite with Westbrook, uh, California, you know, UCLA. Buddies, yeah. Yeah, UCLA buddies. Uh, and who he was better than in college. You know, a lot of people oh, had Kevin yeah. Westbrook in college. Yes, you know, so. there goes that college game not telling us nothing about the NBA. <laughs> he was 26 <laughs> and – come on, he was 26 and 15. Uh, but uh, and the second team is the Utah Jazz. Ah, that'd be interesting. I he can see him going to that too. He fits into that. You know what I mean? He like that whole or, pale. Yeah. <laughs> pale. <laughs> it's a boy city, man. They, uh, Salt Lake is a boy city. You tell us boy state and the big city is a boy city. <laughs> and yeah. I throw out a third team that make the West a little more interesting. Oh, who's this? The Portland Trailblazers. Oh. Ooh, Isn't he from Portland too? I believe so. I believe, I yeah. believe he's from Portland. So yeah, he can go home to the Portland Trailblazers and you give him that inside presence that the Trailblazers haven't had since Lamarcus Aldridge. I like that. I like the OKC team, man. If if he went there, I think that would be a real game changer because they're already uh, you know, I believe what, they're number one in the West right now. Yeah. Um so I would, I would, I would think that'd be interesting and game changing uh, for them. Um, the problem is, is uh, my man has a huge contract. Like, you know, yeah. would they be able to fit that in? But um, definitely, definitely be able to use them. Um, I, but here's the thing, too, man: is uh, he's hurt right now. He's been hurt most of the season. Um, anybody who does get him, they got to know, like, you know. We there's a high chance to do to get hurt in the playoffs. So how valuable can he be? I, I really think he hurt his value last couple of years, man. To the truth. LeBron was looking to him to be a number two last year and throughout the playoffs. He had a couple of good games, but in the finals again, you know, Caleb then nowhere to step up to the superstar potential that you say he has. Didn't Kevin Love average twenty one and eleven in the finals last year? Then he twenty one eleven? Then he averaged twenty and eleven. Last year in the finals. Even worse. What an ineffective 2011. Look, you pay for 2011 and <laughs> you're taking me. Oh, that, my see, God. That's what it equates to me for Kevin. Any, this is what oh, I've been man. trying to tell you, brother, is this. Is that K-Love, Chris Bosh, too. The brothers, oh, the brothers could what play happened? for a team, put up these crazy, ridiculous numbers. They could squeak into a, a, a playoff, you know. And they can't get it done. They can't even get to the East, you know, wow. the conference finals. And some way, somehow, you think that they're like Pippinish. You think they're like greatest Scotty Pippen. I think they might be better than Scotty. I think oh, that, that's another. No. That's, that's going to be an interesting. That's going to be an interesting under uh, under uh, overrated under looking oh, legend. That's gonna, that's going to be an interesting. Oh, oh my man. God! Oh, oh, hey, shameless plug. I got a, I got a crazy story about Scottie Pippen too. A crazy true story about <laughs> Scottie Pippen. This, this stuff is wild. Y'all have to. I tell you what. Next episode, we're gonna do Legend Look Back at Scottie Pippen, and I will tell you. Scottie Pippen. Okay, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, let's, let's let's do that. Let's, I've been seeing a lot of Scottie Pippen lately. Oh yeah, Scottie been popping up a lot, man. Oh my God. From, oh. From, I don't even like Kevin. Like Kevin Durant says, media fanboys. <laughs> KD, sister of KD. 
man. Yeah. We got on Scotty Pippen, man. I forgot we were, we was uh, we, we were talking about Kevin Love. You saw you you were bashing Kevin Love and Chris Bosh. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you continue on. No, no, go ahead, tell me, man. Why, what's slander? What's up with you? Like they they they, they can't win. Easy, they can't win, man. Well, well, I mean, because see, the thing is, like as LeBron fans, you all <laughs> said LeBron didn't have any help. So let's look at the team. Look at the teams before Chris Bosh and Kevin Love went to went uh, Toronto and Minnesota. Look at the teams that they had. Wasn't Wally Zerbiak still playing in Minnesota with Kevin Love? Like, hey, 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 don't dog Wally. I should get that <laughs> on with Wally back in 2K. <laughs> His name is Wally. <laughs> like, well, yeah, man, you know. He got a car, a used car salesman name. Like, no. Wally. Uh, look at the teams. And, Ke- and, and this all. Kevin Love was playing in the Hunger Games that is the Western Conference. He was playing in the Hunger Games, and he was fighting for the AC. So just Kevin Love, twenty. You cannot deny twenty something and fifteen. I, I, I guess if he could stay healthy, he could have uh, shown us what he was and what he is. And Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh made a lot of big plays for them, for that, for them, for them Heat. Let's not forget the rebound of LeBron. Bricks oh no, 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 no! Yeah, Chris and Bosch, the block. I love, I love Chris Bosh, but what I don't love is this narrative that Chris Bosh was a great, great, great player that LeBron could even win with. Chris Bosh played. Chris Bosh was effective in when he played with Miami, but Chris Bosh did not live up to what Chris Bosh was. Supposed to because be. LeBron take took away from what Chris Bosh does. Then you see before Chris before LeBron, his numbers were up. During LeBron, his number went down. After LeBron, his numbers went back up. Him and Dwayne Wade. But you know, the man got blood clots. So Oh. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah, he's he he's retired officially now, right? Or is he not? Is I think he, so. Yeah, I think damn, so. That's sad. That's I was sad. I was hoping for that comeback. Me too. I was hoping man. he'd come back and go back to his twenty and ten days. There so was I no way. My finger at y'all. No way. There was no way. He was like he was like nineteen to ten before he got before he got them blood clots. No, I'm not talking about like if he would have came back. Yeah. Well. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in his thirties now, yeah. so there's no. That's still unsolved mystery. Well, yeah, we never, we never know. know. We never know, man. We never know. So, um, so easy. We came to the end of another show, man. Um, right. These people have no idea what we've been through to get to this. Point. A lot of technical difficulties. A lot, a lot. But we trudged through it. We got through it. So, uh, before we get out of here, let's uh, hit the people. What? with what we're going to be watching for for this week. So uh, what are you going to be watching for this week, Easy? What, what I'm going to be watching for is the Hunger – like who's going to be on top of the Hunger Games that is the Western Conference this week. Uh, um, one week – last was the last week it was the Clippers. The week yeah. before it was Portland. Yeah. Now it's Oklahoma. Now it's look like – it's Oklahoma this week. Now it's looking like – um, Death Row Records is um, coming back, the Golden State Warriors. So uh, that's what I'm looking for. Who's going to be on top of the Western Conference this week? Who's going to win the Hunger Games? Ah, it's always, always interesting. Always interesting. I, and uh, fun fact about the Western Conference, um, the number one team right now is Oklahoma with 17 wins. Uh, and you have Golden State with 19, Denver with 18. But then you have 
The Houston Rockets at 14 with 12. Oh, so, wow. That's interesting. Very that's really, interesting. Yes, it is. In those top – and even oh, – look at that. LBJ got the NF Lakers up there at fifth, a game and a half out. But the top four teams – the top three teams are half a game within a half a game of each other. That is that is an interesting conference. Very interesting. Conference. Yeah. We'll see. Can't wait to can't wait to uh, playoffs, man. Let's just let's just skip through everything. Just have a have a playoff right now. Let's go. I'm looking for the end of the season. I want to see the fight for the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I that, think that's gonna be more interesting. Be, you're than, right. You're right. Than me, the actual playoffs. Who's if, who's fighting to get in? And if it stays like this, man, I mean, oh my goodness, everybody's gonna be fighting for like the top like. We're going to see these changes every second in, like, the top five spots. I know. It's going to be fun. Yeah, uh, this is going to be interesting. I like it. So what I'm going to be watching for this week is I'm going to be watching for them Bucks, man. I'm going to be watching for them Bucks to instill belief in all the non-believers. The Bucks got the pace tonight. On, they're going to be on the road in Indiana. I see the Bucks going in there, whooping up on them, um, and to continue to prove all these doubters wrong. Give me uh, the bucks. Uh, Make me a believer. They, Make they me a believer. Prove me wrong, Giannis. I don't have any faith in Giannis. Not the best player in the league, but he's good enough to get the bucks through the East. He has the best bandwagon in the league. He does got like, a serious crazy bandwagon, man. Yeah, he has a crazy bandwagon. Like a lot of people, you don't hear, you don't never hear anybody talk negative about Giannis. He's that. He's that hot thing right now, man. He's the hot thing. That's what's going to be so boring when LeBron retires, man, is that everybody's looking for the new hot player to dethrone LeBron. When he finally retires, everybody, we already just talked about, they already dethroned KD, and he didn't do nothing. He's got a finals, <laughs> finals MVP, had two rings, saying, you know, they started trying to dethrone him on number two. So LeBron does bring the drama. He does bring the drama. He brings the drama, you know. He, he, he is the Paris Hilton of the NBA. Paris. No, he's the no, yeah, that's too low. Paris is kind of low, right? He's the Kim Kardashian of the NBA. Okay, here goes full disclosure, and I think I might be telling on you too, brother. I used to be a huge wrestling fan back in the day. Huge wrestling fan. Please, please, please don't disrespect wrestlers. <laughs> and I, I used to always hate the NWO, but. I loved watching because the NWO was on there and they gave you somebody to hate. And that's how I think LeBron is. Y'all hate LeBron, so y'all watch to see LeBron fail. But when LeBron is gone, just like when the NWO left, I started paying attention to like, oh yeah, maybe this is fake. It's boring and I stopped watching. When LeBron leaves, I fear that a lot of you haters might stop watching. <laughs> To be honest, I, LeBron has such had since like with his sophomore, junior year of high school, he has such a media hype around him. So I really think that's what it is, and it got bigger and because he he's lived up to expectation. I give oh, him yeah. that. Oh yeah, he lived up to expectation as being one of the greatest players. I give him that, you know. Uh, but he has such a media hype hype beast around LeBron. Uh, so whether you love or hate him, he's all is is always some news with LeBron. He's gonna move the needle. Well, look at us. We're trying to get out of here. We got back on LeBron, man. Just he, like a Kardashian. That's crazy. I, I can't argue there. 
but uh, but yeah, thanks again, everyone, for downloading, streaming, however you listen. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, reach out to us on social media. Um, you know, uh, if you have any questions you like us to, you know, talk about or any topics you like us to discuss, uh, uh, send it to us, um, and we'll we might even have you call in and discuss it with us. Hey, that might be something new. Who knows? Uh, right. But uh, easy. Tell the people what we tell them all the time, man. Yo, I appreciate everybody for listening. You know, uh, me and A Love, we were two class clowns back in the day, cutting up in class. Uh, now we're two adults speaking our opinions on the NBA. This is in the back of the class NBA podcast. This is your boy Easy. This is A Love. All right, peace. Peace.